Uh, I was listening to him interviewed, and uh, were you into the skate scene at all? Mm-hmm. Figured. I was too. Gleam in the Cube, all that shit. It was, you know, it had to kind of flash in a pan. Um, uh, the popularity, like, disappeared, you know? And then uh, he was, I was listening to him being interviewed on a pod, and uh, he was talking about, you know, like, when the times were tough, and the, the shit he was having to do to, like, try to keep it going, and like, he would go to these rollerblading demos and he'd be the one skater demonstrating I saw that whole uh, cause I I had friends that were one friend that was a he rode BMX that he had a thing like in competition and stuff no he ended up getting a job it was uh, I can't remember the name of the organization but it was like some youth ministry thing that would go put on these fucking like extreme cool shows oh really and so he would travel the country and like do bike, yeah, yeah, yeah. bike tricks in parking lots and then what, what years what year are you talking like late 90s early 2000s 90s 98 99 somewhere this is when X Games started like really like when X Games started and yeah. like, was being televised so any way you could make your own little mini X Games you know what I mean yeah I was just listening to Tony Hawk and Jason Ellis being interviewed and uh, Ellis is Australian and for some reason I don't know I'm sure he got in trouble with the law or something for some reason he wasn't allowed in the country but the first X Games was taking place so like come hell or high water he was he was going to go to the country but they nailed him at the airport and they're like excuse me what's your nationality and he goes <clears throat> and he's got like a real thick Australian accent he's like uh American, <laughs> and it's like it's terrible. Like it's, and they said what? And he said, "I'm an American." <laughs> anyway, they busted him at the airport, and he couldn't do the X Games. But that, he was just trying to pull the accent off him. And that's the moral of that story: never buck the law. No, uh, just going with a better plan. Oh, that's what it was. Is they, uh, they when they opened his suitcase, it was he had this X, his, uh, the X Games shit and his, all this stuff right there. And they are like, you're not allowed in the country. Light me at five. We're talking about a whole new philosophy. I just don't want to answer to anybody anymore. So what you guys are telling me is that you're trying to decide if you want to be homeless. Or not. <laughs> Light me at five. Like, where's the line? We're figuring this out. (laughs) (laughs) This is Light Me at Five. Light Me at Five. With Dean Jernigan, Rusty Nixon, and Jason LaFoon. Light Me at Five. (sighs) Thanks for joining us at Light Me at Five. Uh, we appreciate you guys hanging in. Uh, if you guys uh, could do us a huge favor and go on at uh, hit that purple icon and that Apple Podcast and give us a five star rating so we can uh, keep spreading this thing. It moves us up the charts. It's just a thing that Apple does. But um, it's good to see you guys, Rusty. How long we've we been working together? You know, I'm thinking about that. It has to be almost five years. It's beyond that. We did. Uh, this is what or occurred. Longer. We, well, yeah. We did we did the first radio show for five almost. Yeah. And then we did coffee for two, I think. Yep. So this would be year number eight. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> I haven't aged well, have I? <laughs> I don't think you, I don't think you've aged a day. I on the other hand, I'm totally broken down. <laughs> 
Yeah, I remember the Silver Fox days. Back when I had silver, before it was just white and rust-colored from my water. Marshall County's most eligible bachelor. Dude, I hurt my knee, like, sleeping. Like, I just woke up in pain, because I guess that's just how it is now, like, in your 40s. And it was, I think it was. Uh, yeah, dude, you're at the point in your life where like, it all, it, there's no, there's no coming back. It's all da- like it's all no, starts like to break. Every breath you take, oxygen is deteriorating your body. Yeah, like it's gone. Yeah, it's been the exposure rate has reached. I'm like you're literally rusting steel at this point. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And I wake up. There's structural damage, and once that happens, it just starts yeah. to go. Oh, dude, like I woke up. And my knee hurt. And I, I didn't do anything. It's because you breathed too much. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't do anything to the knee. I went to bed with a perfectly fine knee. I wake up. This is this is uh, two weeks ago. Now I'm wearing a knee brace. And the thing is like three times the size of my other knee. I don't know what I I did something in my sleep. This wasn't America. You could go get that looked at. That's probably true. <laughs> That's exactly why I haven't. And uh, as long as I don't... Like, move it in any direction, left or right. Like, that'll almost send me to my knees. But uh, uh, as long as I'm going straight, no problem at all. I'm just saying, football players have finished games with destroyed knees. Yeah. (laughs) I've been finishing. He can't turn left or right. I just just point straight. Let's go straight, man. I was thinking the. I was thinking earlier today. If you're uh, a food scientist, does that make us your your uh, uh, evil minions doing your bidding? Possibly. I haven't been done the food scientist thing in like weeks. No, so. Sorry, didn't yeah. mean to bring up something. No, it's just so. that we we haven't been, we haven't had enough going on for me to do it. That's how good he is at science. <laughs> They're like, hey, go do some non-scientific <laughs> shit real quick. We got this. <laughs> well, I'm a backup scientist is the thing. And until we have more work than the scientists can handle, they don't need the backup. He's like a wartime scientist. <laughs> I'm a triage scientist. <laughs> All hands on deck time. <laughs> like the National Guard scientist. I'm the I, guy you call I, up. I practice science uh, two weekends a month. <laughs> two uh, weeks a year. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys used to come. Uh, we were, they, those guys would come. My my squadron was one of them that uh, those guys would. The, my squadron would double in size when the reservists came, uh, and these guys would come in just for the weekend, and they'd spend their whole fucking weekend uh, messing around in admin offices, getting their paperwork straight and shit. They never helped. They never trained. They never learned a goddamn thing. They spent, and then it, and then because they haven't been there for a long time, and the Navy's got all these records, then they got to go to the dentist. They got to go to the fucking. So they're doing all these goddamn doctor's appointments, and they've been saving up all their injuries because it, it's free when they're at the Navy base. So you don't see them for the whole fucking week. Is it? Is it? Is I can't imagine going to war with these guys. Like I. Okay, I was just about to say thank you at yeah. the point when we are on the brink of a world war, making me feel so confident of the backbone the brink. Of, of our defense system, the Man. National Guard. No, 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 no. That's not the National Guard. That's that's the Navy Reserve. Oh, the Reserve. Okay, yeah. sorry. Sorry. Yeah. But they still do the same thing. They do the same thing as the National Guard, like the two weeks a month, whatever. Yeah. They come, they, like, they would, but they would come to my squadron with double in size in it. So one weekend that they're coming in, um, uh, right when they're checking in, we 
like left it, we, I, we had like we had to clean and wash the helicopter or something like that so anyway we snagged them all and sent them on that tour and then we went uh there was a back room to the hangar bay that none of it was never used so i don't know why who even found it at one point but it, it was like an like a bunker underneath the thing and uh with a huge table down there like a stone like a built into the thing table and uh we set up access and allies and played that board game for two days there and basically <laughs> didn't come out of that bunker <laughs> except to leave work <laughs> it was like seven of us down there and this is what's going to take on putin <laughs> i feel so confident we're ready for you, Putin. Well, like, here's some wash brushes, motherfuckers. We'll clean those helicopters. And then we were going to go to the bunker, and you had to look around make sure no one knew. Because there was only a couple of handfuls of was there. Knock on the door. What's the password? Sneak down to the bunker, and then we just fought out World War II multiple. What are you talking about? We were strategizing. Oh, we were, okay. we were, were war gaming were, okay. all weekend. All right, I feel better. I feel better. And those helicopters better look good when we're done <laughs> Man, if the enemy attacks exactly like we pretended they did in this bunker, <laughs> we're going to fucking win this shit. <laughs> if they do anything else, we're completely fucked. <laughs> Not necessarily. No, we could rebuild the game and uh, do some new rolls. We'll see how it goes out. It depends on who's rolling the dice. You guys are in the bunker. You don't even know the war started. I know. <laughs> come out. We come out in the zombie Come out for supplies. No. Like, look around. Go back down. Be like, guys, we got to stop. We got to clear the board real quick. <laughs> we got to come up with a new idea based on this new intel I just got. Uh, reset. Uh, Florida is now part of there's, Russia. There's nothing out there right now. Just smoldering. That's all. I, t- I told you the... Uh, I told you the 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 guy next the the guy in the van. So uh, I don't think I've ever told us on pod. Uh, I'm I'm on stand and watch one night, and uh, it was just it's eight hours of of walking around the hangar. And the hangar is I was and I was in a helicopter squad and, the, and I was stationed in Jacksonville. So the hangar is uh, uh, attached to like this just is huge. It looks like concrete runway, but it's it's got helicopter pads right, and then the ocean. Or it's a it's a it's a river and then the ocean's like right over there, yeah. And uh, and it's the, I forget the river right there. Jacksonville's a great big one. The anyway, Jacksonville River. I think it's I don't think it's called Jacksonville River though. Uh, anyway, th- that's relevant to the story. But so like the whole the whole well, the, oh the bridges the bridge sways and the traffic jam. I would be stuck on that bridge for like forty five minutes because of just traffic. It was an hour. I lived right across the bridge, and it was an hour and a half drive to work. It was fucking awful. I lived like five miles from work. Anyway, uh, so that whole like strip that was like a long ass runway would be settled by like a million seagulls. Right at night, they would all come down and roost. And seagulls are nasty as fuck because they if they smell blood and shit among each other, they eat each other. And then the next day, we all had to walk the flight line like every day, arm in arm from one end to the other with bags and rubber gloves on picking up pieces of seagull as they, the ones that they murdered in the night. and, and but so it The weak ones. The weak ones, right. <laughs> so it didn't get sucked up into the rotor blades and shit and fuck up the helicopters. We did this every fucking day because they're just disgusting creatures. But anyway, so I'm on watch one night and I used to smoke cigarettes back then and I would, so I get over to the picnic table and I sit down and I'm, I can see, so there's a, like there's probably... 75 yards of, of concrete space between us and the next hangar. And I could see the guy over there. It's probably 100 yards. It's pretty far. But I could see the guy over there uh, staring at the uh, 
seagulls, and he's, and he, I can hear him cussing from like where I'm sitting, but I can't hear what he's saying. So then I see him go into the the van, the shack there, and then come out, and he gets in the duty van over there, like he got the keys, and then without turning the headlights on, he drove real quiet to the end of the runway, and then turned down the strip. And then rev the engine a couple times. And this whole time, I'm like, this nutty motherfucker is going to just... He guns it fast as he can. Up that runaway. The seagulls are like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> They're bouncing off the fuck. Like, like, I don't know how many he took. I mean, there's literally like a million seagulls. And he ran just as fast as the van could go. That whole, like, mile strip. Maybe they weren't actually eating each other. You're just picking up this Maybe. I don't know. This, this was killers. Mad Max shit. And then he's so... He goes out of my sight because it goes down like miles and my hangers in the way. And he's, whoa, da, 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 and, and the birds are all like late taking and it's just, it's just a massacre the whole way down. And I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck was that? So then, like a few minutes go by and I hear, this van comes back around the corner and the grill is like pasted with gore. And it's covered and it's dented and sh- like there's absolutely no fucking way that there's not feathers up in the engine, all kinds of shit. There's no way he's not getting caught with this. So he he parks it over there. In no time does he ever realize that I'm sitting on this bench the whole time, like a hundred yards away, watching the whole thing. He parks that van, he gets out, and he, you hear him look at, it, and then I hear clearly, fuck, fuck. He's walking around the van seeing all the shit. (laughs) (laughs) Last I saw him, he was getting uh, hoses out to, like, wash it. I'm like, there's just no fucking way you can get that. Inside. There's got to be up inside, underneath. It's just, I don't know what ever happened to him, but there's no way he got away with it. (laughs) Surprised they didn't come looking for you to make a statement i wouldn't those vans were run on natural gas they're not they're not gasoline power they're natural gas power you know how scary that shit is when you go to fill those up so like there's the base and then you drive three or four miles out to this field all by itself to fill up your van at that little site you know why it's so far away just in case it fucking blows up that's why the shit i hated those things yeah the compressed natural gas things yeah if anybody t-boned you you're done you're done. You just explode. There's no. <laughs> and this guy, and he's like, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't been confident enough that those birds wouldn't have set the thing off. <laughs> oh. As I quickly discovered, you know. You know, I, I didn't realize. The Navy's got some fucking idiots. Didn't realize you'd seen the shit, man. You're in the middle of it. I got a lot more respect for you. <laughs> got a lot more respect for you now. Rusty, you didn't hear the cries of the birds. You didn't hear it, man. I'd never be the same. I was hearing helicopter sounds as you were telling those I stories. I fed those birds from my very own lunch pail. There was a little baby bird. And I, I fed it with my head, Rusty. It's probably some endangered pelicans. They weren't really seagulls. Oh, yeah. Some bird walks through. Me so horny, me love you long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having apocalypse now. Flashbacks. Yeah. You know, I saw that. Yeah. That was, well, it's that what was it was like. Service. That's what it was like. 
it was it's rough shit, man. My my time in the in the in the navy was interesting on many many accounts, but uh, you know, yeah, I didn't. Uh, no one saw shot out our ship or anything. Thanks for your service, Dean. Yeah, appreciate, no problem, man. You're welcome. Just, we appreciate you. Yeah, I, this is why I'm in therapy today. Is uh, is uh, the seagulls. You know, it's like the screaming of the lambs. I understood that shit when I when when she said that in that movie. I felt it. I was legit. Okay. So uh, let's see what, what I'm gonna do this week since uh, I have a show in Portage. Uh, I met a comic uh, from BT, which is in Indianapolis. BT, fantastic. That that if you get a chance, folks, to see BT, uh, uh. 100%. That guy was fantastic. He he went after a... So this girl kind of brought on herself uh, in the crowd. Um, uh, one of those, he's talking or something, and then she's she's got that, yeah, you know, that's right, or something extra, you know, to always yeah. pop off an ad. And then, like, the fourth time she did it, is he turned on her. And uh, I've never seen somebody lean so hard into uh, a... Uh, Without like cross like, but keeping her there, like because like like at one point I was, I was positive she was gonna walk out, and then another point I was positive she's gonna cry, and but then he was he was he was praising the husband the whole time. It was fantastic how he did it, and then she says it's her birthday, and then he felt like a complete dick, and that's what it was. It was her birthday, so uh, the show had to be about her, so she kept popping. Oh off. yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, he handled it. It was it was uh, he did it. He did it so well. Hats off to him. Uh, there, because you uh, in it, those kind of um, audience, like the birthday, especially the my birthday, it's going to be me. They want to turn that whole show about them can really fuck up a show. But anyway, he did a fantastic job. So good. BT out in Indianapolis. You guys can't get a chance to see him. BT. 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 How's that spelled? It's got a B. And a T. And I asked him, I said, how do you want me... One word? I asked him, I said, I don't know. It's two distinct words. Uh, I no, asked, it could be just two syllables. Well, whatever. I asked him, I, he was, I was like, how do you want me to bring you up? And he was like, BT. is fine. He was like, BT is fine. BT. There you go. So you were his hype man then, huh? Kind of. Good. Kind of. Jason and I went out to uh, a mic in Fort Wayne at the summit. And well, we you did. got there finally. We did finally after like a month. And, uh, God, there must have been 30 of us. There's a lot of people there. It was yeah. Lot, it was, I mean, it was a lot of comics there. Sure. Uh, comics that came from out of state, uh, from some from pretty far. So I'm sure we'll be back. I hope. For sure. It's one of those things, man. It's like CGs. We would have popped in CGs much more often, but it's a two-and-a-half-hour drive, and then you lose an hour coming back, and that's mm-hmm. just punishing. I uh, saw that Studio 666 movie. Oh, I saw that. How, how was it? It's the uh, Foo Fighters comedy yeah. horror movie. Oh, 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 okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I didn't say for the whole thing. Really? <laughs> bad, bad. It was just... I mean, it's exactly what you expect. It's like, um, first off, was it crowded? There was nine or ten of us there. How long has it been out? I think this was the opening Not weekend. Not very long. Only a little bit. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, it was like watching like um, remember that Kiss movie? Yeah, I do. Why do you look at me when you say, "Do you remember that Kiss?" I don't movie? remember the Kiss I, movie. I, I, yeah, I do remember it. Spinal Tap was the no. Game. Spinal no, Tap no, was no, a was, great that, movie. That was, I mean, like the rock star. Oh, was that was that the, a bad movie the, too? The main cast of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> the main cast of the movie <laughs> is a band. Yeah. Well, they're not fucking actors. It's like those Beatles movies, man. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like that. help. It's real cheesy. <laughs> yeah, it's um, Dude, no, all of the uh, j- jokes in the movie, no one laughed at any of them in the theater. <laughs> like all the parts that were clearly written as this is a joke, this is where yeah. people are supposed to laugh, were met with silence by everyone in the theater that was watching. The only thing that anybody laughed at was there a part. There's a part where they're talking about like what they're gonna do with this song in the studio, and the bass player Nate Mandel goes, "All right, let's get to work." And the drummer goes, "Fuck you, Nate! Don't tell me what to do." <laughs> it's the only, it's the only <laughs> laugh that. And then with about, I don't know, dude, the movie had to be almost over, but I was just like, yeah, I don't really need to see how this... Is it the worst movie <laughs> theater experience you had? Movie? No, that was a fun experience. I was in a reclining chair. Was about no, to I don't mean that, yeah, as far as that, but I mean, as far as the movies you went to see. I left uh, Dude, Where's My Car? Uh, yeah, really? I kind of like that yeah, one. Yeah, that was terrible. That one, I, I was just like, movie. I was maybe half an hour into that and be like, I can't imagine this is going to get any better. I fell asleep at the theater on some, and I don't remember what movie it was. I was on a date. Oh, I've fallen asleep reading a lot of movies. <laughs> uh, uh, on a date, though, I mean that—that's a special kind of uh, sleep. There was a—it was a bad movie. It was, some, it was something, <laughs> something she wanted to watch. I'm sure. Oh yeah. And it was. I think yeah. tell, and then she elbowed me every time I snore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I couldn't help it. Couldn't keep my eyes open. Nothing <laughs> started. Was awful. Anyway. It was Passion of the Christ. <laughs> Schindler's List. <laughs> it was Schindler's List. Philadelphia. Philadelphia story. <laughs> the color purple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was a classic. I love advice in men. Uh, <laughs> I had no idea what the hell it was. Uh, I, I can't think of. I, I'm, I'm positive I've walked out on. The worst movie I think I've ever seen in my life is that uh, the fucking one with Dana Carvey is a detective. Well, where is the disguise? Oh, am I too turtly for oh the turtle club? Oh, my God. Yeah. It was, oh I rate that as the God. worst no, movie there, there ever There are a made. lot of bad ones, but that's right there with it. Dude, I like B, uh, some B movies. I, I grew I up on that too. Like uh, my my like my mom is, is big time into that. So when I was a real little kid, that's what was on TV. And, like in the in the summertime, watching uh, like Land of the Giant Spiders and all yeah. that shit. And uh, so I have like a liking for B yeah. movies. You can do bad movies, and I like them. That movie was fucking awful, and it was a it was a it was a budget movie. Yeah, there are a lot of bad ones. What's the worst movie theater? Experience? Oh, uh, for you, it's probably drive-ins. It's probably for you, it's drive-ins. Probably back in the day, no, probably, probably was, silent films. Yeah, silent films. No, it was guys making it was guys making hand puppets on the wall in the, <laughs> the cave shadow, by the, the fire. Theater. Yeah, that's what it was. 
I've heard them all. I've heard them all. Back when screaming fire in a theater was a legitimate concern. <laughs> Speaking of. Some places made of wood. Oh, my God. Yeah, like when they back before everybody had air conditioning and only the movie theaters had it, Rusty would step in for yeah, just to get a break. Speaking of, that's why I brought up how long we work here—eight years—and I can't count on you to edit out a simple part when we say edit out, and then we start having ideas that are worth millions. What are you talking? Our pod—you didn't cut out our pod, our pod idea. Now the whole world's out there, and someone's gonna start it up before we do it. And that was we were gonna make millions off of it, but we don't now. We can blame you. So you can't blame me. It's on record. You have the perfect copyright. It is now out there that that is your idea. I don't know how that works though. You still got to do it. Well, <laughs> now wait a minute. I didn't realize <laughs> that I was responsible for doing it. In twelve years, <laughs> someone's gonna start something. Dean's like, wait a minute. Now that was my idea twelve years ago. He will. <laughs> If he's still alive, I have exclusive right to make this at my leisure. That's like saying I can just I can copyright the name of the song, and then I can use whatever fucking. You do that all the time. I do. I used to. You have to as an author. We used to have to copyright. If I wrote a play that nobody ever wanted to see or do, I had to copyright it so they wouldn't take it. There was a really. Yeah. I don't know how you legal it is, but I know throw. way back in the day, I knew people that would, uh, when they wrote and recorded music, they would just mail it to themselves and then leave it yes. a yeah. CD yeah, in yeah, a yeah, sealed yeah. envelope. Yep. So if anything ever came up, they could have sealed like with a post with date. With the post date, yeah. That's exactly that what I used to have Documents, to do. too, used to be done that way where they'd mail I don't know how themselves. legal it actually is. because It, it will stand up I would court. think it would stand up a court, yeah. The safest way to do it is to go pay the 15 bucks or whatever it is to copyright it but that takes time you just mail it to yourself and then you've got proof as long as you don't break the seal and it can't not hold up in court because the head of the post office is a fucking general (laughs) he's the postmaster general he's literally a military general he's he's in his title (laughs) I wonder if he drives around the star like I would have I'd have like, I'd have, it depends like a, on where he's at. I think uh, <laughs> you have a postage jeep with a dude, star I have and a hood. fucking sweet decked out postage jeep with a driver, and then me, and then my security team. Why do I need a security team? Ask because come hail or snow, you get or a dog. Shine. You're trying to deliver shit. There's a dog. You call in an airstrike. You're goddamn right. <laughs> Not today, Rover. <laughs> Sniper. Uh, can we get a strike at 237 Well, want to light up the hillside for us there? Just throws down a bunch of begging strips. Begging strips and a fucking thermic grenade. Take that. I bet he's got a pearl handle fucking 45. I bet I wonder what his, the I wonder what his security team is their nickname is for him. I have no idea. Oh, what's Biden's? Does anybody know Biden's? <laughs> Who cares? These are funny. What I don't they know. Call these them. are questions you should be asking on a recorded thing. You don't you don't want to be knowing hey, the code names of security no, teams. I want to get this copyrighted. Ranking government officials. I got to get it copyrighted according to Rusty. I got to get my ideas down. I, I, I you know how we've been able to work together for eight years? I can take a beating. 
That's just basically what it boils down to. I can take a beating. There you go. Go they ahead. Hit me again. They, just, okay. they don't see us off the air where I'm always stroking your ego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not his ego. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he calls it. <laughs> just because that's what's tattooed down the side. That's not what it's called. <laughs> I feel like he can call whatever he wants. <laughs> Keep going. He's got a tattoo on the other side that says "Up in you." <laughs> we're talking about his feet, folks. I don't know if you, you guys thought we were talking about. I don't know. I don't know. The tattoo you got on the side of your foot. Yep, you're right. Totally. So what we got? We got you got something coming up? You got anything coming up? I have uh just so you know. <clears throat> the only thing I got going on is keeping up with uh the European war that's going on. Yeah. I've been following the uh so it's so Dude, crazy because of the all the cell phone footage. No, but what is weird though, and I'm realizing this uh watching uh, like exclusive footage of uh, languages I don't speak is like I'm always it's just weird to me when there's some sort of like social movement but every like every corporation seems to be on board you know what I mean yeah and it's like wait so like everybody in the world is like yeah alright Ukraine but nobody's gonna do a fucking thing about it yeah yeah. We're just going to turn on some blue and yellow lights and, like, wave flags. Like, that's what the entire world's response is. Huh, but nobody's going to actually really do anything. I saw a meme. Just, we'll, we'll change our lives blue, and good luck to you all. I saw I saw. And since you're seeing all these videos, like, of uh, captured, and but I don't know what anyone's fucking saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was reading a thing, you know, the, the one of the big things about it so far has been that um, that Snake Island, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was reading reports today that those guys are, are were captured and are alive. I have oh, no I idea. Yeah, I, I saw a couple news stories that they're uh, possibly just been captured. They weren't killed. But that's been, like, the day one narrative of that recording. Right, yeah. And since, like I said, I don't speak either one of the languages, so I, can, I don't know well, what it's po- I mean, it's possible, too, with, with war that they don't know. That they assume they were right, killed, right. You know, but you see the old woman that was handing out sunflower seeds. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, that, I saw another news report that the, uh, there was pictures of people like on first day that were standing outside of a uh, an apartment building that got bombed, mm. and then there's pictures of that same apartment building with like a, the same one from 2018 from a bombing. Yeah, yeah I was going to say the press got in trouble already for using stock footage from before. You talk about footage. I am astonished. And you're talking about, you know, this is live from the front stuff. And how ungodly, blatantly some of that stuff is photoshopped. And I'm appalled that anybody would do something that fucked up as to fake footage from something that's going on. Yeah. And try to. And there's stuff in it. I mean, if, if you've been around that stuff. There are certain little things that are just, and you know what I'm talking about. You've been in graphic design, all that stuff. You see some things that just tell you this is so freaking. This isn't even a good job of it. Yeah, and it's all over the place. I can tell him because of the the chicken massacre <laughs> that I lived through. 
<laughs> you I know. know. You got those eyes. I just, you I got know. those eyes. I got that stare. I know. I just, to, the to shit's me, serious. That's, that pisses me off when I see it. It's like, you know, obviously meant to inflame people to do something. But like you said, what the hell are they going to do? Oh, I'll wave a flag. Good for you. Thoughts right, and like, prayers. That, the, it's so, it's, uh, yeah. Everybody's just like, fuck Russia. Let's, oh, yeah. Good luck to you. Yeah. No, like, well, nobody's going to do I saw the anything. perfect meme. Because they are, they're giving them, they're giving money and aid and missiles and shit, but like they're not moving it. But like, here, I saw the perfect meme for that though. It was the classic scene in Lord of the Rings where Gandalf and everybody's standing around and they're like, "Who's going to take the ring?" And and uh, I've and, never seen Lord of the Rings. So I've never it's, seen it's, it either. It's, all right, so there's a, anyway, there's a scene where they're all standing there and like, "Who's going to take this ring to Mordor?" And then uh, so the the meme is Frodo is Ukraine. And he's like, I will take on Russia. And then there's a, and then there's a, the famous scene there is Aragorn's like, you have my sword and you have my axe. And this guy's like, you have my bow. And they're all going to join him, right? Yeah. And then so they all go, you have my sword. And it's the U.S. And it's the U.K. You have my axe. And it's uh, and it's uh, European Union. You have my bow. And then you see Frodo stumbling off with all their weapons <laughs> by himself. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the... Yeah, the the like <laughs> cell phone stuff is pretty insane, man. Yeah, some of the and cell some phone of stuff. it you can tell is real, but there's so much of it that I've seen that's so clearly fake, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? But people? that's because with the mainstream media, it's not even fake. With they use stock footage, it's not even the well, correct. Well, yeah, but that's, see, to me, that's fake. Why the yeah. hell do you? I just don't understand. Like, why do you do that? Especially, where are the war correspondents? But what see, I was, I was talking. You remember those well, guys? Well, yeah, I was. I yeah, was, did uh, you see the guy with the helmet? No, it's become seen a meme. The remember? one that guy that looks like the uh, Rick Moranis. Yes, that one. Yeah. Are they all in the hotel? <laughs> well, are they all just staying in the hotel. <laughs> it was the first or second day this kicked off. I was watching footage of some CNN reporter that had gotten access to an airport from Russian soldiers that Russia had taken over, and then like later that night. They're like, oh, uh, Ukraine's like, no, we got that. We have that airport back. We took it back. So I just watched CNN fucking reporters with Russian soldiers on your airport. Yeah. Like, what happened to those guys? (laughs) Did you ask them to kind of leave before you took control of the fucking airport again? Like, what the fuck? Well, apparently they did take it back. That's what I mean. Like, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. I think it's so fluid, too. It's moving so fast. Oh, yeah, but. It's just, it's crazy with the cell phone stuff because in particular it's just nowhere has there been uh, where it's kind of first world versus first world since cell phones. So like even in Iraq and Afghanistan, you have cell phone footage, but it's not the norm. It's not what everybody. Well, it's carried. not millions like, of them. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like there was a scene like day one or something where that that tank ran over that car. Yeah, yeah, and and, and I saw that from like seventeen different oh, angles. Yeah. Because people in the apartment buildings with yeah. cell phones, and like, like that's the difference. And then I saw them ripping the car apart, and that old man was still alive. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, uh, but again, like that's that's the big difference with this one, and that's why I'm gonna tear my eyes off of it. Plus, it's literally Russia. It's my whole time as a kid was always Russia was the a thing. Lot of, you know, a lot of videos of uh, like abandoned vehicles with uniforms, like laying next to them. What's that? Tanks and like, like soldiers just ditch their fucking uniforms. Well, I, there has been some reports, off. and I don't know how because I've I've seen a ton of news reports come up, and I don't know how any accurate any of these things are. But there has been reports of Russians surrendering, like groups of them. 
I know it's not real popular in Russia. They actually had they've had some big protests, and that's really unusual that's crazy. for them. I've yeah. seen uh, there's I've seen a handful of videos of captured Russian soldiers that have been captured by Ukrainian c- civilians. These, like I said, I, I don't understand what the fuck anyone's saying. This is just right. what the English title of the video right. says. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's there's Russian... So, and I, there's I no captions, so then I'm just reading comments on what other people are saying, these yeah. people are saying. But it's um, a lot of, the ca- like, like civilians capturing soldier, Russian soldiers. They're all super young, and they're just like, we were told we were doing training, and then we didn't want to do this, and... They said it was refusing as immediate grounds for execution. So I'm just, I mean, I'm just following orders. That's what I mean. They, they're more out and see me high. And then they're so here's so right now the world's doing a whole thing where they're they're Russia can't get the banks. Russia can't do this. The sanctions. That's fine. But they're kicking Russian athletes out of all these events now. Have you seen this? No, I haven't. They're starting. To, they're banning Russians for world competition. Well, no, no. What they're doing is there's a couple competitions I believe that are supposed to be in Russia. They move those. That they're yeah, saying those are we're, we're not going to go to yeah, Russia. But uh, uh, I've was, heard there's been calls for like the NHL to ban Russian yeah, players. How stupid is that? That's what that shit's not going to happen. That's ridiculous. And and well, like, it's not going to happen because most of them live here and don't ever want to go back to Russia. Well, like, why are you punishing them? Most of the Russian like so after the war started one of them there's a tennis guy i believe it was that he left russia went to a competition well the, the, and that's then a, that's a, he protested like, the war once he was out oh, of yeah. russia we are not at war with russia right so what's the issue well the sanctions is why okay but we're, n- we're not we're we're not at war with hockey players that are playing no yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying you know like, I, mean? like I, I don't know why we're taking it out on these these individuals for their like, oh Russian, you can't come over here if you're a Russian actor. Like that's come on, what the yeah. fuck? They didn't make these decisions. Like I, anyway, yeah, I, I don't think this thing's popular over there at well, all. And if we can judge by what we're seeing, it's not. But that's the American anybody. game plan: is to make the people do the dirty work for you. Oh yeah, that's always so. Been you the cut way they them do off. It. You cut them off financially. How long? Then you just. Ex- you want the Russian people to revolt and kill the leaders. That's, yeah, that's what you're looking for. You're putting the pressure on that way. That's what America's does now. Yeah. Well, we've always... I mean, we let the Russians kill the Germans, and we kept feeding them weapons. I mean, we... That's what we've always done. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's... It's kind of smart, actually. So I mean, you can send yourself, or you can equip them to fight. Like, well, I mean, we... Well, not... I mean, look at... Because of Russia and our need to take them out, that's how we got Osama bin Laden. Oh yeah, no, 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 yeah. We've 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 made <laughs> so bad, we got a lot of things. We've made a lot of bad decisions in that. I mean, look, look, we were on Saddam's side against so the Iraq the whole, Iran thing, and mm-hmm. then we set up Saddam, who then turned. Like we we've made a lot of bad decisions in that. We got the know. whole Kim family. We got well, Vietnam. But, but we a got lot of, all of it. But a lot of times you're dealing with a choice between Stalin and Hitler. Like, pick your friend. You know what I mean. That, like, like that was their choice then, was Stalin or Hitler, pick your friend. Well. I'm just saying, there ain't, oftentimes it isn't beautiful But choices. see, you know, if you want, to, you want to look a little deeper at it, they tried to solve that problem independently. Well, because I remember. Because they tried to let them kill each other before they stepped right. in. Well, because I remember when, <laughs> when they went after, like, the concern was, like, why hadn't they gone after, like, like <clears throat> excuse me, they, they were talking about they're in the Gulf War, uh, why they hadn't gone after Saddam. Well, Telling we don't assassinate leaders, but their their thing was though that the the sons were worse. Like were more, it was more questionable. Be a worse situation had they gotten in charge. So 
Um, that might, it's just sometimes it's, there's no good choices. Yeah, but when Hitler attacked Russia, everybody else was very happy about yeah. that because they just sat back saying, all right, one of them's got to lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just deal with the other one. Yeah. And that didn't quite well, work also, out yeah, well yeah, either. It turned so, out to turn yeah. the Cold War. So. Yeah. Uh, and here we are. All right, now that we solved all the world's problems. There we go. Well, identified them. That's what we really did. Well, yeah. Man. We're idea guys. We're not. I know. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Copyright that shit. Yeah. Uh, it's copyrighted. All right. It's, uh, not until we publish it, I don't think. No, I said it's copyrighted. Okay. So it's copyrighted. All right. So let me uh, let me pull up. Uh, uh, I swear to God, I got a date here. <laughs> Jason tells a quick story. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, this is your dead air to fill. <laughs> Okay, I'll just uh, sit in silence then while I look this up. He would have been prepared. It's the internet in here. It's too busy being a scientist. Oh, you blame the internet in here. You were on the... I don't know what's wrong with yours. Everybody else has it fine in here. I will be appearing with Alan Ford, Jenny Rodriguez, uh, Reese Merritt, uh, Cecilia Gomez... And Marnie Posen at the Doghouse in Maryville. You want to do another uh, take? Friday? You want to take, take two on that? Why did I get the rent? Which one did I get wrong? Read again. Pronounce those names again. Uh, Alan Ford. Cecilia Gona. Uh, Go- Gonzalez. Go- ah, shit. Said I said Gomez. Gomez. Then you said Gonaz. <laughs> <laughs> take three. So, all right, take three. <clears throat> I'll be at the Doghouse <laughs> with uh, Alan Ford Jr., Jenny Rodriguez, Reese Merritt, Marnie Posey. I said her name wrong, too. Uh, I almost said, I almost read my name. (laughs) Uh, Cecilia Gonzalez. Friday. This Friday? In Maryville. Woohoo! At the doghouse. Duh, doghouse. Duh, doghouse. Duh, doghouse? Duh, doghouse. Okay. Duh. I, I just know there's going to be a few disappointed people across town at the doghouse. Like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> there's a show here. Like, dude, what the fuck do you think this is? This is it's the doghouse, not think, the doghouse. It's house. across it's the street. The doghouse, motherfucker? <laughs> Where do you think you're at? You think this is the doghouse? What the fuck wrong Get with you? Get your shit straight, man. Also, if you're interested in the Bobcat Goldthwait show, I think there are a handful of tickets left, uh, and that is March 18th in Portage. Comedy at the Rocks. Decibel at the Rocks. Yeah, I wonder, <laughs> I was thinking about that, because like, he was such a character with the, uh, yeah, 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 for yeah, so yeah. long, and he quit doing that, and I wonder if it's just because he got old and was like, fuck, if I stroke out, nobody's going <laughs> to know. I know shit. Ha! 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 He's just like, on stage like, uh, yeah. <laughs> People are like, yeah. He's yeah. like, no, my fucking face. I can't I think, you know, I think it's just, it's just that was the 80s, though. They were like, there was a bunch of just outrageous characters. Yeah. And uh, I think it was just part of it. But remember, Emo it would, Phillips? It would be exhausting to do that. Oh, yeah. Emo Phillips still does that same thing. I know, but I loved him. He's back got then. that same, like, I cut my I'm own hair. I'm going to talk about this this way. Yeah. yeah. That's just. Yeah, he, he was really off the wall. I, just, uh, I, I don't know. 
I, I know at a certain point I would just be on stage and be like, I can't. I'm, not, I can't fuck I'm getting the fuck out of here. Fuck you guys. I'm not. Fuck this. Fuck it. Yes, you start like besting your bash in a microphone. You have a total meltdown on stage. Fuck this stupid. And your voices. You know, I, that's what I'm saying. It seems like it would be exhausting. Cause I, I, so I go to watch. How would you like to be Carrot Top, for God's sake? Have to carry that shit around oh. with you everywhere you go and do that, that same old. Well, that's why. Or, he's or or what's his name with the watermelon stuff? It's just it just. How would you? It's so. How could you get up every morning knowing? God damn! I gotta smash another watermelon. How could you live that? Well, I guess the millions and millions. I was gonna say the fucking money that turned into Gallagher Gallagher two, and then that turned into a fucking lawsuit between the two of them. I just I I remember playing a part more than a month and a half or so in a run. I was, by the end of it, I'm like, God, I never want to do this again, ever. Oh, you just get tired of the same old crap. And what they're doing is characters. It's not. Yeah. Well, I watched. So I go to watch his uh, his old stand up, and it was that. I can't do it right. I tried to do that a couple of times. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. every time I say it's the guy who talked funny yeah. from Police Academy, they always think it's the black guy that does the, the well, sound yeah, effects. I mean, and I go, no, the white guy that talked funny. And they don't, they're, they're always like, I don't know who you're talking about. And I can't do that thing right. But I went to watch that. He did that for like, God, for the whole. For years and years. And, and I just years. stopped watching. I just turned it off because it looked exhausting yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you see him on uh, CSI? No. When he's on there, they had a, a show about comics killing each other. <laughs> it, it's you ought to watch it because it, in in its dark dark way, it is extremely funny. And he was the one that was killing everybody. And he's total. I didn't even know who it was till about halfway through. I thought, is that who I fucking think it is? Yeah, because he doesn't I mean, talk like dead straight. He's yeah. a pretty good actor. He's not bad. Yeah. Um, but in this thing, yeah, he was the comic that was killing all the other I'm looking comics. forward to meeting him. I'm more looking forward to meeting him. Of course, I wasn't expecting uh, when I met Jay Leno. But uh, I like in our state hall, that was right. that was a step-in guest, too. I guess I wasn't expecting. But I, I'm really looking forward to meeting Bobcat. Just because, man, as a kid, I watched all. He's been in so many fucking things I've seen. But you're talking about somebody who's been through it. I, I mean, mean, could you imagine if you can get him to actually talk seriously about Things, I'm told what he's you can really, learn really from humble him. and cool. Yeah, because I've talked to a couple people who've opened for him. Yeah, he, yeah, the stuff he's been through, you could learn a lot from from him. He's been through the wars, I'm sure. He's still there. He's still yeah, doing it. Still doing. He's got it. a special out on Netflix. Yep. Well, that's fucking. He's doing something right. Your business longevity is to definitely be applauded. However, you get there, it ain't easy. No, no, it ain't easy. Especially, you know, you hit something, and are you going to stay there? That's the question. Well, you brought up two, a point too. Is like so with the play, especially with theater, doing a long run. That would be fucking exhausting. Like it is. So so because like when we we'll do a bunch of shows in a row or whatever, we can at least change up our sets, throw in new jokes, interact with the crowd. Uh, we get we change it up. Like we rarely will do the exact same thing. Even two shows in a row, we usually throw something else, in, just a little mix up, something. Um, yeah, now you say that, I, I never really old- thought about that, but yeah, now you say that. If I was like in a play, especially if it's not a character that I was, you know right. what I mean? It wasn't you're the, doing it because you need rent money. Yeah, it's not the funnest character. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm Ichabob, yeah. the, the 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 librarian yeah. keeper with the hump. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, doing that for like a month and doing the same. Like you get to opening night because you you've rehearsed. Depending on the situation, you've rehearsed at least a month. Sometimes a lot less than that. But by the end of rehearsal, you fucking hate what you're doing. You hate the show. You hate everything about it. The audience brings you back for about three weeks. Then you hit that last couple of weeks of the run, and you're like, my God, I got to go do this again tonight? See, a, there's a lot of people that get into movies that turn out that they don't like. <sighs> you, they don't it's like easy not to like it. Because they, they got to do it again and again. Well, and, and But and the again. other part of that is you're also dealing with other the same other people every night, and you've already figured out who you hate in the cast, and it's like, my God, i got to yeah, but deal with every, her that's again. A, that's everything, though. I work 12-hour days. Yeah, but you work alone. Year. You don't need six other no, people I, in a I, cast well, to do a show. I work alone when I'm science in yeah. it. <laughs> Second no respect is a food science. I can't keep up with your that's science. What, that's what Andy just shakes her head at me anymore. She, every time I mention science, she just says, like, shut the fuck up. And she should. She doesn't appreciate what I bring to the table sometimes. Well, you know. They never do. But um, I think that's what we got. I think that's okay. our show. If uh, you guys want to reach out to us, you can uh, you can reach us at uh, the you can email the show at uh, lmfivepod at gmail. That's lmfivepod at gmail. You can email me at deanjourneygancomedy at gmail. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. You can find the show on Instagram. Get on Facebook. Give the page a like. Uh, we throw out show information on there too. We throw out some pics from the shows, um, and we'll keep you guys posted with everything we got going on. All right, there is one thing we'd like to. Uh, uh, we're going to end uh, on. Uh, we want to. We we, we we work with a, a lot of great people and a, a, a lot of great comics that uh, are flying under the radar. And um, you know it, this whole thing that Jason and I do—it's all about just trying to get yourself seen and try to get yourself promoted. So we're going to try to help some of these folks out, especially the ones that like we really uh, we really respect. Um, so we're going to start showcasing uh, some of our good friends and, and comics. Uh, uh, we're going to start showcasing them at the end. Just uh, just we're going to play about five five to seven minute clip of some of their stand up and I want you guys uh, I hope you guys really enjoy this uh, we, we really wanted to kick this thing off with um, uh, our friend Brian Collins uh, who's no longer with us uh, and unfortunately I don't have uh, quality show uh, uh, recordings of him but we do have a couple of pretty good quality recordings from uh, him working some really nice crowds at the lounge on a mics so uh, that's what we're going to play for you next. So I hope you enjoy uh, Brian Collins. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Brian Collins. What is up the market? I didn't realize there were jams happening up here. It's pretty sweet. I like it. You get like a little music with your set. Uh <laughs> I've been eating a lot of medication lately. Some of you knew last time I was in a motorcycle accident. It's pretty cool. Um, all of that aspirin and ibuprofen has started to melt my uh, kidneys. 
but I've made sure to stay hydrated and wash them all down with plenty of Mountain Dew and energy drinks. <laughs> so things are looking good. Uh, you guys want to hear a story about your last comic? His name's Dean, right? You guys want to hear a cool story about Dean? Yes. Dean's not his fucking name. That dude's name is Andrew. Dean is his cult leader name. How do I know he's a cult leader, you ask? Because his son has a friend. His friend's name is Chris. Dean met him and said, no, you're more like a Billy. That kid's teachers call him Billy. Dean changed a person's name. Don't believe me enough? Dean has an old lady. Her name is Cassie. He said, I'm going to call you Andy. And she agreed to it. That's right, he named his girlfriend after himself. <laughs> Fucking some cult shit. God damn. Seems all nice and lovable, right? That fucking David Crush motherfucker will sleep with your light, wife. God damn. You guys see Shiny Allen over there? Shiny Allen in the corner, he looks like Biff Tanner went back to the future with the almanac. Motherfucker. Have you guys been watching the TV? We've been doing an interview with the vice president and old Trump, he was on the other one. And it reminded me, $1.2 million of methamphetamines got smuggled into South Bend recently via Mexico. You say what the fuck you want about Obama, but when he was president, we made that shit right here at home. I fucking told that joke at a nudist colony. And then, as soon as I told that joke, I heard, you're goddamn right, because we're law and order now. I thought, well, these nudists are not like I thought they would be. Because <laughs> I don't know what your impression of nudists are, but I thought they were a bunch of granola crunchers, you know, peace and love. Nope, these were free market experts. And they thought the only thing they liked more than free balling was the free market themselves. <laughs> that show was fucked up. I showed up, and they charged me, the talent, $10 to get in. Now, I've been paid for shows, but I've never paid to do a show. But the last time I gave $10 to see boobies, it worked out great. So I came off the money, and I'm pulling in, and off in the middle distance, you can see naked people. And I was like, well, fuck, I guess this is happening. So, boop, strip down and jump in the hot tub for a little pre-show relaxation. And then it was showtime. They said, Brian... You ready to go in? And I was ready, because I had spent all day pulling and tugging, trying to ensure that good dick day, you know? <laughs> and then I walked in, and it was that fucking nightmare you had in school. You walk in naked, and everybody else is fully clothed, because that's what fucking happened. I was at a nudist colony where I was the only nude motherfucker in the place. <laughs> and all my hard tugging and pulling work had just sucked back into me, because adrenaline's a hell of a drug. <laughs> It's been wild. You guys enjoy your quarantine? You have, have a good shutdown? It's nice we're getting a little back opened up. Uh, I grew out this sweet mullet during it. Um, I was thinking about trimming it, but then I was riding the motorcycle one day and saw it blowing majestically in the wind, and I was like, oh, no, she's a keeper. <sighs> I mentioned the motorcycle for the ladies in the crowd. For any dudes looking to make a lifestyle change. <laughs> Told that joke at a show, and I heard, hey, that's really funny, but you should say no homo afterwards. Oh, no, bro. All homo intended. There are dark corners all around this place. Let's go touch dicks. <laughs> oh, man. I did fall backwards into online dating recently. I'm from South Bend. You guys knew who Mayor Pete is? He's the guy who's not going to be president. 
And uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this piece of fish, but I was like, oh, Mayor Pete, you did it. You got us a sushi identification service. Nope, not what that was. But I learned something about myself, and that's that I really like looking at pictures of women on the internet. So I made a Tinder account. And guys, I did something these women ain't seen in years. Well, I fucking lied to them. I said things like, we should be friends first, take it slow, see how it goes. And it fucking worked. <laughs> I started getting matches. Not only that, I got a message. So you can imagine my excitement when I swipe open that message. And it said, that thing about friends, good, because you're about unfuckable. <laughs> I spent my time, guys. Thank you very much. Light me at five. <laughs> Light me at five. 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 Light me at five.